Welcome to the podcast for St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. This is a sermon for Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2018. It is called, Our Savior Has Come, and was preached by Pastor Mike Hamm. Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. This summer, I found myself captured by a story that was taking place halfway across the world. It's a story about that young soccer team and their coach in Thailand. They finished practice one day, and they decided they wanted to have a little bit of an adventure. So they decided to go exploring in a cave, and because they were just going to go check and play for a little bit, the only things they brought in with them were a flashlight, spare set of batteries, and a rope. Suddenly, the monsoon rains came, and the exit to that cave was flooded. They were trapped. They didn't have any food, and the only water that they could drink was water that was dripping down from the ceiling of that cave. The coach and this team didn't know it at the time, but over 3,000 people were on a rescue mission to try to find them. And after 10 days, 10 days of being in that cave, they finally did. Now, I don't know if you followed that story from late June and early July when it was in the news, but rescue stories. If it wasn't that one, maybe there's another one. A rescue story. It just, it seems to capture you, right? You may not know the people involved, you may never meet them in your life, but it it tugs on your heart and you're all of a sudden cheering for them. It's one of the few times where you're glad that you live in that day and age of 24-hour news because you just can't wait to hear the latest bit, hoping that in the next moment you'll get that word of good news that, that they were found or that they were rescued. Well, if you know about rescue stories, if they draw you in, then you know exactly why the Christmas story is so exciting and so full of joy. Because at Christmas, we celebrate the beginning of our rescue mission. Now, don't get me wrong, it it wasn't exactly the beginning. It had been planned and promised long, long before that. But on Christmas, we rejoice because our Savior has come. Jesus came to assure us that we are safe, that He has come, and that He will bring us back to the safety of our Heavenly Father's home. Matthew's Gospel is maybe not the traditional Gospel reading for Christmas. Everybody knows the Charlie Brown version. Well, that's the version found in Luke's Gospel. 
But the reason why we hear Matthew's gospel tonight, even though it's so simple, even though it lacks some of the the details and the things that we're used to, is because in Matthew's account of Jesus' birth, I think he gets to the most important point of all. In Matthew's version, he tells us that Mary was pregnant. She was pregnant. She was with child, and this was from the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, who was engaged to be married to Mary, was ready to divorce her. Clearly, she didn't want him. But then an angel came to Joseph and said, Joseph, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife because that child in her is from the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, you need to name this child Jesus, which means the Lord saves, because he will save his people from their sins. And with that, with the birth of Jesus, we know that our Savior has come. The the Son of God has come down from heaven to rescue us. But to rescue us from what? Some of you think this this life isn't so bad. There there are a lot of things about this life that I enjoy. I, I don't really need anybody's help. I don't need anybody's rescue. What is it that Jesus has come to rescue me from? Well, in the Gospel reading, it says, You shall name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Sins. There's an old-fashioned concept, right? That's something that we don't talk very much about today. Maybe if you're in church, you'll hear about it, but but where else? I mean, come on, what, what kind of world do we live in? Well, this is where we rely on scriptures. The scriptures tell us that we live in a world of darkness. We are a people who walk in darkness, and so... The the tragedy of it all is that we don't even realize that we're lost. We don't even realize how bad our situation really is. To go back to that story of the Thailand cave rescue, if you would understand the situation of those young boys and their coach, once the monsoons rain, monsoon rains came, you know that they were in an impossible situation. There there was no way that they could swim out. The passage was far too long. They didn't bring any special scuba gear. And they didn't have food. Their time was running out. They couldn't wait for the waters to subside. They were trapped. They were alive, but they were trapped. And they were hopeless. And yet, they still had to have hope. Hope that somehow, in some way, their situation would change, even if they didn't know how that change would happen. Well, if you can understand their situation... It's really kind of similar to our situation because of sin. See, way, way back, a long time ago, 
despite God's command. Adam and Eve's curiosity, their desire to be like God, led them to disobey God. And when they did that, sin flooded into this world. They were cut off from God. They were cut off from one another. The things that sin did to ruin this world are things that we still have in our world. And so maybe you've experienced that, that feeling of being cut off from God, that feeling of being cut off from other people, where those relationships, the ones especially that you count on to be there, are not there. Instead, you're filled with pain, with bitterness. And maybe you look around at the people around you and you can see with your own eyes the evil of sin in their lives. Maybe as you look at your own life, you can see the emptiness that is there. It's all because of sin. The consequences of sin are quite long. Ruin, suffering, sickness, destruction, death. This is all what sin has done to us. And as Isaiah said, we're we're that people that walk in darkness. It's so bad, we don't even know that it's so bad. And the worst part about it is there's no way out. We can't just like go back and press the undo button. We are stuck in this irreversible situation and there is no way out. But there is a way out. In, And that's the way of our rescuer. That's the way of Jesus, our Savior. For Jesus comes into the sin-soaked world. He breaks through those waters and he brings us that news that we are not alone. We are not forsaken. Jesus, the light of the world, comes and he brings light into our world of darkness. And suddenly we see... We see how bad it really is. We see how bad we really are. And in that moment over 2,000 years ago, when Mary and Joseph hear that little baby cry, they realize this is the beginning of God's great rescue mission. In Thailand, that rescue mission began not with the intent merely to find those young boys and their coach. No, the goal of the mission was always the same, to get them out, to get them safely back to their family. But time was running out. They had found the boys, but the boys were in such weak condition because they hadn't had food in ten days that there was no way that they were going to be able to get out of that cave. They couldn't swim through the passageways, even with the proper gear, because after all, Navy SEALs were themselves having trouble navigating through those dark passageways. One of the Navy SEAL rescuers even found himself in a place where there wasn't enough oxygen. He lost consciousness and died. And yet, eight days, eight days after those boys had been found, 
They were successfully rescued, each and every one of them extracted out of that cave so that they could be reunited with their families and brought safely back to their homes. Likewise, Jesus did not come into our world just so he could tell us, hey, you're not alone, I'm here. No, Jesus came to rescue us. Jesus came to bring us back to our Father, to bring us back to the fullness of His blessings and the fullness of His love. But here's where the stories diverge. Those Thailand rescuers were brave. I don't want to take anything away from them. It takes a lot of guts to go into that cave not knowing whether you're going to make it out alive. And they were willing to do that. They were willing to go into the cave knowing that they might die because they wanted to rescue those boys and their coach. But here's the thing. None of those rescuers went into that cave with the sole purpose of dying themselves. But Jesus did. Jesus came into this world knowing that the only way to rescue us, the only way to bring us salvation was through his death. Jesus came into this world to die. And yet Jesus was willing to do that. Not just willing. He was filled with joy knowing that his death would be our rescue, that his death on the cross would be for us the forgiveness of our sins and our salvation. And on the third day, Jesus rose again. Jesus left that tomb of darkness so that everyone would know that he has broken the chains of sin and death. See, if it were up to us, if it depended on us, we couldn't do it. We couldn't pay the high price that God demanded for our sin. But Jesus, because he wasn't just a human, he was God's one and only Son. He was the innocent one. Jesus could pay that price. Jesus died as that innocent one so that... The guilty ones, the ones who are lost, that is you and me and the whole world, so that all of us could be saved. That's why Jesus died. And what's more, God gives out that gift of salvation, that gift of rescue freely. He gives it out freely to all who have heard that message and believe it to those who trust that our God is not uncaring or unkind, but full of grace and mercy and compassion. For all of those who believe that Jesus came to rescue them, that Jesus died on the cross for them. And God also uses waters. He uses waters to rescue us, to bring us that salvation. See, in that Thailand cave, those boys weren't able to get out on their own. 
but instead they were put on stretchers and carried through the waters by that rescue team. In a kind of similar way, God uses water. He uses the waters of baptism to bring us into his family, to make us his children, and to make us a part of that forever. I think everybody likes a rescue story that has a happy ending. That's why Christmas is so exciting. But you need to know that if Christmas is a rescue story, it is your rescue story. You cannot simply stand back and watch that Christmas story happen and say, wow, well, isn't that nice that that little baby was born 2,000 years ago? Isn't it nice that that man hung upon a cross? The great tragedy is that we are the ones in need of rescue. We are the ones who are cut off from God. We are the ones who are cut off from life and hope and peace. We are the ones who need a rescuer. We are the ones who need Jesus to be our Savior. And on that day 2,000 years ago, the heavens paused in expectation. See, long, long ago, in the time of Adam and Eve, God put angels outside of the Garden of Eden so that Adam and Eve did not have access to the Tree of Life. But now, God had sent His angel with a message of life, of hope, of peace. And on Christmas, on the day that child was born, the heavens could no longer contain the joy the heavens broke open and the shepherds in the field heard that chorus of angels singing glory to God in the highest and peace to all the earth. Because Jesus, your Savior, is born. This Christmas, may you see that story, that story of God's rescue, your rescue. May you see in Jesus your life, your salvation, your rescue. Because it is because of Jesus and through Jesus that you have life, hope, and peace now and forevermore. Merry Christmas. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and risen Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast for St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and clicking the sermons button at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.